Welcome everybody back to Down to the Beat. I'm on the left side of the room or the right side, depends on where you're looking. That means I'm joined by a very special guest. Please give it up for Banks in the house, folks. Woo, woo, woo. Thank you very much for joining us, man. Thank you for having me, Mr. John. No, no worries. <laughs> and I want this to be just on the record right now. This is one of my favorite artists coming out of Ottawa right now. So I'm very, very excited to have yeah. you here with me in the room today. Yeah, no, dude, it's, it was awesome. Like, I, I've been a big fan since seeing you perform in the basement in the warm-up for, like... Oh, that. yeah, that happened. I was like, bro, yeah. Man, you guys had us doing backflips for you. That's, that's <laughs> nice. Wow. That yeah, happened. You're doing, yeah, backflips and a pair of slides. Come on, man. You're grimy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like, I was hooked then. I was like, bro, this guy's got fucking, this is exactly what I need. I dove in. I, no, I'm a big fan, man. So it's been, Thank it's you. a pleasure. Appreciate Long time that. coming for me. So I'm happy you're here. Oh, man. I'm happy to be here. I'm Thanks, bro. Here. Yeah. Thanks for taking the time. Yes, Let, sir. Let's jump right into it, man. Two weeks into the year, exactly two weeks into the year is my birthday. And that is when you dropped Who's Gassing Who. Crazy way to start out the year. Yeah. So thank you for that, for that birthday present. You're welcome. It wasn't going to happen like that. <laughs> it was going to come out December, but uh, what, what happened? Somebody messed up. I think my distributor mm-hmm. or something. They didn't accept my my release or something like that. Something weird and technical. I, I don't know. They had no explanation. It was just like, I right, never mind. Because, you know, like the music industry kind of shuts down in December around the end. It's weird. I no, don't know that. Yeah. This, it's Tell a thing. me more. Um, so everybody's just rounding up and preparing for the new year. Mm-hmm. So there's no, nobody's really trying to write anything. It's the holidays too. Mm-hmm. No one is trying to, you know, play anything new at least. So it's a pretty bad time. People say it's a good time, but you got to catch it in like November, early December. But I was trying to do it end of December, but I just pushed it to, when did I put it out? Gen- January 14th. 14th? Yeah. 15th maybe. 14th, I think. 15th? I think 14th. Can we get, can we at least just yeah, let's see it? Let's see it. Let's see it. 15th. 14th. I say 15th. I'll say 14th. I swear. <laughs> at least the music video. Check the YouTube on the music video. I know that's January 14th. It's 15th because <laughs> I put out my, I put out my first project, Do You Trust Me, in 2019, January 14th. And I was almost going to do the anniversary thing, but mm-hmm. I know it was one day after. 14th? Who's gassing who on YouTube? Fifteen. Gotta do the tube. Fifteen. Fourteen. If fourteen? Okay. <laughs> Sorry, team. <laughs> <laughs> that's a okay. So that's a cool, cool kind of way to segue into this. But do you trust me? Twenty nineteen. I didn't realize that came out on January fourteenth. But yeah. So three years, t- three years later, you would have dropped. Who's gassing? Who is this? A precursor to an album that we're about to get? Oh man, right into it. I okay. don't care. I'll, I'll jump in. Yeah, no, yeah, kind of. It's not. I don't think. I don't know if it's gonna be on that album. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to call it an album. It's just a body of work situation. We've been working on it two years, two years. Yeah, and some some months, and hopefully that's gonna come out at the top of the summer. What's the difference between a body of work and an album? 
Uh, for me, I just didn't. I was having a lot of fun. I was having way too much fun for two years. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I, I wouldn't call it. I wouldn't call it an album. You can call it an album. You can call it whatever you want. I don't care. But to me, I, I didn't think about it like that. It was. Just, I was just having fun. Really, you can you if you listen to the project, you can really hear me. When it comes out, you're gonna hear me playing around a lot, learning, making mistakes, and being okay with the mistakes, and just you know having fun at the end of the day. For me, it's like. It's like really raw and it shows it's like it's like a double down do you trust me that's what i think of it as so do you trust me was me coming out the gate okay guys i rap i produce and after you listen to the songs do you trust me and then this new one i don't know if i should say the title i'll play for you guys after but this new one is like okay i don't know if you guys trust me you guys didn't really answer me or, <laughs> or anything but um Let's try this again, you know? This is unapologetically me. Uh these stories that I'm telling, this is how I'm feeling right now. This is this is what came out when I pressed this key on the keyboard. This is what came out when I wrote this lyric. And here you go. Are you with me or not? Type stuff. So two years kind of spans the pandemic. And yep. I've read a quote from you in an Ottawa Citizen piece that says, You're not coming out of it the same. That's what you promised about the pandemic. Yep. So is this next tape gonna be kind of a collection of that mentality that you're not coming out of the pandemic the same? Yeah, certainly. I could not do a lot of those things that I was doing before the pandemic started. So like the the sounds I'm playing with, the synthesizers, the drums, the way the way I'm rapping even, not to just talk about production or whatever, like the way I'm rapping, like I was writing different the experiences and oddly enough some of those songs i started them before the pandemic but sometimes i noticed that when i write lyrics and i tell a story like with wishful thinking sometimes i just it just happens after like so i have a song where i'm talking about um, where i'm talking about having meetings with executives of labels and stuff and that didn't happen i was just like <laughs> i was just like you know just rapping and saying okay what could happen but then that happened and then when i was playing the song back i was like oh wait at the time i was writing this lyric like that that stuff didn't happen manifesting it almost. yeah can i curse yeah give her yeah fuck those label exec <laughs> <laughs> yeah fuck them. you can flip them off right in the fuck you, game on, man, you, fuck you guys <laughs> you can do more than curse if it's for that guys, oh my god <laughs> Oh so I take it those meetings didn't go well. No, they didn't go well. But I learned a lot, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Just trust trust yourself. And sometimes you're not ready for stuff. Just Do you want to elaborate on that? Um no. <laughs> but <laughs> um I'll just I'll just say something simple about it. I don't want to really go into detail, but um when I look back at the time and the songs I was playing for them and that like those weren't it. I know, like, you always grow and stuff, and those songs might have been good, but I just wasn't ready, you mm-hmm. know? And, like, what they were even offering was just weird. And I don't know if they were really going to help me. So, mm. it's like... Does it, I, did it breed any distrust in the music industry for you? No. No? It just... Well, a little bit, yeah. A little bit. It just opened my eyes a little bit more. Because you always hear about it, mm-hmm. you know? You hear about the shady shit that goes on behind the curtains. This situation is very specific, actually. I've no, I've, I haven't heard anyone have this situation before. I'll tell you, I'll tell you later. Okay. But it, it not distrust. It just opened my eyes a little bit more. Huh. Like you know, like do do process. There's a process to things, and you just gotta follow that sometimes. Does did it feel like 
sorry, I, I know you don't want to talk about it too in depth, but yeah. does it feel like almost jumping the line? You know, it definitely felt like that. Yeah. My songs weren't finished. My songs weren't mixed. It's the same project, but from like two years ago, mm-hmm. the same project that I'm about to put out but from two years ago. So it, it, mm, it wasn't it at all. It wasn't finished at all. Did those experiences, so those experiences then that you had that you didn't like with these executives, that definitely bled in to the, the tape that we're about to get? A little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, a, a lot. Uh, on this on this project, I, I'm, I'm really talking about... Uh, I'm really talking about me wanting mine. You know what I'm saying? Like, wanting what I feel like I deserve. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. What is it you think you deserve? Hey, man. I'm making music a long time. Like uh, from from since when I was a kid, I've always wanted to be a rapper. I didn't th- I didn't think anything else. If I did think something else, it was probably because of my parents or something. But I I always remember writing raps, studying raps, studying like Drake, Lil Wayne, Eminem at the time, a little bit of Kanye West, and then just learning. Okay, I remember like the moment that I said I was gonna learn how how to produce and why I did it and all that. I remember every single thing and i remember always wanting to be a rapper i remember always wanting to do interviews just like everything so it's like i've been working so hard this music sounds this way it's like i never thought my music would sound the way it sounds now to be honest like it's like where did you see it like what do you what do you mean by that i mean from from when i was a kid i didn't understand how anything worked that was my whole thing trying to learn how to rap then produce i was like I, i used to listen to the radio and be like what am I hearing right now? How am I hearing this right <laughs> just now? You picking know? it apart. Yeah, just picking it apart. Like, who knew that I would know what a diminished chord was? Like, do you know what a diminished chord? I was just about to ask you, I, man. Bro, like, <laughs> I, bro, I just my the way I grew up. You you wouldn't think that I would be a rapper or or like know how to play music or make beats. Or so that's that's kind of that's a crazy sort of thing to say when considering how you grew up because i only know the tip of the iceberg i knew that you grew up in nigeria up until you were 16 17 you moved to vancouver for a year before moving to ottawa you, who told you that there's some nardware shit like, <laughs> how'd you know oh i said it in i, the I do my research okay. i do my research <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um but explain that like you know that's a very very uh i don't know you're you're all over the place when it comes to yeah. being like in the world uh how has that influenced you as an artist especially if this has been something you've wanted since day one since you're nine years old i think you said yeah damn you're good okay um so honestly i always say this but my my music is me just talking about my experiences stuff i've been through so for me to you know be moving from here and there and doing this at certain times it just gives me more to talk about and i know like i can't be the only one you know, even if, like, my story is specific to me, I know, like, some people could pick, like, certain parts that applies to them and they relate to it. So it just gives me more stuff to talk about and, you know, more people to relate to. So growing up in Nigeria, explain that, how that's influenced your music. You know, I didn't even know it was influencing. You know, when you're inside of something, you never know what's going on. I had to come out to realize. You don't know how good it is till it's gone sort like, of feeling. Yeah, exactly. My dad used to play Asha all the time. Do you know Asha? Usher, yeah. No, Asha, no Usher. No. A S A. No. She's uh No. <laughs> no, it's okay. She, <laughs> my no, my uncle. My uncle. He she, just she, laughs <laughs> into his hand. Okay. Asha is Asha is um she's a is Nigerian and French singer. Mm-hmm. She's amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, you should check her out. I, I don't know. 
my dad used to play her all the time in the car and just the music not even really because she's a singer not even the way she sings or anything just the music like i like certain bass lines because of her like also fella do you know fella kuti no fella kuti he's a nigerian he's like the father of afrobeat okay afrobeat music so it, that came from like funk and um let's just say funk and he just made it his own, put the African sauce on it, and it, it just became this whole thing. And I used to hear that a lot on the radio when I was young. My parents didn't play it, but if you're in Nigeria, f- at the time, Fela was played a lot. Even now, Fela is played a lot. And I didn't know how much that stuff influenced me until I came outside Nigeria and started trying to make beats. And for some reason, I would always play notes <laughs> in that way, like in I- that funky way, always land on the root note, like... And then the way I would sing sometimes, because I'm mainly a rapper, right? So what I what I have to offer is really in my words and like my not really my not really I, I can't sing that well. Me right? neither. So <laughs> so the way the way I would try to sing is like the way Fela would sing, like I don't enter the yell, like that. And I, I never knew where that came from. And I had songs like that, but I never knew where it came from until one day I was like, all right, because I have a thing where I don't really like it's so weird. I don't really like going back to listening to me, like old music. It's so weird. Don't mm-hmm. ask me why. But one day I was just like, okay, let me see Fela Kuti. People who have been talking about him is Nigerian. I was hearing him a little when I was a kid. Let me press play. And I was like, holy shit. This is what I do. <laughs> where did I get it from? You know, like, I don't know where I got it from. I remember, I remember for uh, when we were last together, I remember asking you questions about being uh, an artist in the diaspora. And you're like, I don't even realize it just because that's just what comprised me. And now yeah. it just kind of, I don't, I don't mean to make Afro beats. It's just yeah. how it fucking how comes out. Yeah. And I have, I was telling my friend last week that I have so many ideas for Afro beats. Like I'm not an Afro beat artist, but I have yeah, I know. so that, many. That's what I was making me laugh. It's like, so I don't even, I don't, many. I, I just make them for my friends. I make them for my friends. Yeah. Like the, Mom, I, it's I, not my weed. It's my it, friends. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> but I like when I make my friends make Afro beats. They ask me for beats, and then I'm like, okay, because I, sometimes I don't want to. I never want to make stuff that's common or already out. I want to always try and like push the envelope. And that's why like, I fuck with you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. But, like, I always want to try to push the envelope and just do new stuff. So I, I kind of give them fusions. It always ends up being that whole fella situation like, <laughs> where you can easily hear your voice as the like baseline. Ex- ex- yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You're yeah. welcome. <laughs> You're yeah. welcome. Uh, explain, like, bringing that multicultural sort of Afrobeat um, vibe to Ottawa. What do you mean, explain it? So. I don't know. I, I I feel like it's kind of been a a definite. There's de- been a definite surge when looking at you guys as twelve oh seven, and we'll get more into that collective a little bit later. Yeah. But personally, how do you feel about kind of pushing that sort of vibe into Ottawa? You know, being a proponent of the Afrobeats culture. You know, not necessarily being um, an Afrobeats artist, but definitely yeah. surrounding yourself with them and immersing yourself in the sound. You know, how does it feel being one of the people, perhaps at the front of bringing that to the city? I feel great. We we need new stuff. Like, you know, when I turn on the radio, I hear certain sounds. Some of them are really, really cool. And like uh, some of the shows that I go to in the city, I hear certain sounds. and They're cool too, but it's like, we always have to, here's how I look at it. There's a table 
of musicians already. There's a lot of musicians. And if I'm coming to the table, I need to bring something new mm-hmm. to the table. So if m- my friends and I can do that, then hell yeah, let's do it. And that's what I'm all about. I don't like recreating stuff that's already out. I don't like repeating things. I just let, like just bring something new to the table. Mm-hmm. And that's what I appreciate the most in certain artists. As well. Do you ever feel like you're starting your own table, you know? Fuck the cool kids table. table. You know what I mean? Like you and 1207 are over happy at the other side of the cafeteria. I want to give myself that much credit. No. Because I feel like there's always similar people. Like, because I thought it was only me at first. And then all of a sudden, I looked around and it's just me and my friends doing the same stuff. We like the same stuff. So I, I don't know. There's probably other people too. You know? Yeah. I don't know if we're starting something. <laughs> that would be cool though. It would be cool. Know, Imagine if you were and you just didn't know it even right now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like when you're in something, you don't even. Yeah, know. yeah, yeah I guess yeah. so. Yeah. So yeah. it'll be crazy to look back. Yeah. Speaking of looking back, um, let's look forward. Tell me what you want to see in Ottawa in the years to come through your music or musical career. Like what? What do you think I want to do? Or like yeah, like what? What, what do you want to bring to this city? Where do you want to see yourself in ten years here in the city? Where do you want to see the city? Mm-hmm. I want people to know that they don't have to they don't have to do the same things. Like yeah, there's a process and everything, but you can be more. You can be more than what they say you should you should be, you know? You can be more than what they say you should play. I saw someone on, on their an artist, like a popular rapper in Ottawa on their story last week say, um, honest music hits different. I look at him like, yeah. <laughs> what you mean honestly you should be you should be rapping what you mean all the time and believe this is the best advice i got when i was younger from from an artist an artist that i look up to he told me i, I sent him music and I, i'm a big kendrick lamar fan if if anybody knows me they can say kendrick lamar is my father right so i sent him music it sounded like king kunta again with the funk the bass lines and mm-hmm. stuff uh, it's just what i gravitate towards and then he's like hey man he t- told me the truth like hey man kendrick is good at wh- what he does because that's what he does no one can do you better than you can so can you imagine if everybody is doing their own thing and like everybody's here's a table and everybody's bringing oh here's my cool stuff and another person comes here's my cool stuff whoa we're all making cool stuff that's really different but we all appreciate it because it's on the same table I want more people in Ottawa to do that. That would be the coolest thing ever. Mm-hmm. Big potluck, big musical yeah, let's, fucking potluck. Let's have fun. Music is so vast. <laughs> like, do you do you think that this like the the strive for originality is lost a little bit now in the music world? Mm-hmm. No, because there's me and my friends and there's these, these people. I. Um, I heard what's the the dojo club have you ever heard of the no. dojo club okay you gotta get on the dojo club there's this kid named jordan too ground jordan there's my friend ground jordan i know, you, ground, you know jordan. ground jordan's jordan. fucking sick yeah dude exactly. that guy wows the fuck out i fuck with that guy he's crazy yeah dude he's, he's always he's really at the show just sweaty as fuck yo he comes ever. to every show shout every, out to jordan jordan shout, shout out, out man you. fuck yeah i yeah every dude. show i met i met him this guy's at, a good guy man i met him at um a show that i did in 2019 called mm-hmm. ghosts mm-hmm. with asukomo and ever since then, he came to every single show. Bro, this guy's for the city, bro. He's for the city. He goes to, uh, not just mine, too. No, everywhere, bro. Yeah. I see him all the fucking time. Locks yeah. party, fucking smiley, your shows. Yeah, every yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Always wearing that vest. 
and and like that vest is made by someone from Ottawa, yeah. so he like buys local yeah, stuff. Yeah, dude. Like, come on. Wait, do you? There, there needs. I love that like idea. You know, supporting locally. So yeah. Being like Ottawa needs that person, you know, or those people, people, people bro, like yeah. to go to the shows to support locally. Exactly. Do you exactly. think that's lost in Ottawa? You know, the real, the real, like the consumers, the listeners, do you think they lack the, um, like the knowledge that they need to be supporting locally? Hmm. That's a good question. I don't know if it's lost, but we can do a lot better. Seriously. Like we we're doing a lot of shows last year. So I know like we can do a lot better. There's some people that they're supposed to hold high positions in like, the music industry in Ottawa, like the actual associations or whatever they're called. And you invite them to a show and they're like, oh, it's past 6 p.m. I can't come. What? <laughs> what show? It's a show. <laughs> it's a Friday. It's come a show. Play. What do you mean? <laughs> you old as hell right now. You grab me. Stop. <laughs> no, stop. I always, I, I feel like as if there's a, there's a link between, um, cookie cutter music i guess you could say like music for the masses and people not really buying into their local uh scenes because mm-hmm. i feel like a lot of people just know what they like and get it from the top you know what i mean and mm. don't want to do the work to turn over stones in their own city to find new sounds that they might enjoy i can't even blame them i don't know what's your what how do you feel about that like do you think people should have the responsibility to i th- see but when you put it like that i think there's a problem in it like as a as a like local scene or like the people who would be supporting a local scene i, I feel like to shame them be like you should be supporting yeah. local art makes it just as problematic as them yeah, not exactly. fuck like just ignoring it yeah like there, there's no I, I feel like there's like a common ground of respect for local scenes and appreciating it that's kind of lost mm. I stopped being mad at people, man. I don't know. I'm not a mad guy either. Yeah, I start like, bro, so much stuff has happened. All these shows that we do, like, so much stuff has happened. Like, you can't you just can't be mad at people anymore. Am I going to be mad at people all the time? Nah. I, no. It's like, I'm just going to do my thing, like, put in all the work I can, like, all the work I can. Because at this point, something has to give, right? Like, so. And I don't worry about other people, you know? Whoever listens, listens. They catch it. And shout out to those people, you know, mm-hmm. shout out to those people. Those are the people I care about. Do you find your, excuse me, do you find your following to be mainly in Ottawa or is it a pretty international? Mm, is it mainly in Ottawa? Yeah, I think it's mainly in Ottawa, but so it's a lot of YouTube other com- comments. You get like a lot of like people from Nigeria. I get a lot of people from Nigeria. Mm-hmm. I get a lot of people from, from Paris hmm. and like strange places like Germany, like Europe, you know, like that has been like a new thing that I'm really excited about. That's and dope. Yeah. Tapping in those markets is crazy. Yeah. Because I feel like, I don't know why they're gravitating towards me, but I like it. I'm not complaining. Mm-hmm. Shout out, shout out Paris, shout out Europe, <laughs> the whole Europe, <laughs> you know, the, just the whole fucking continent. <laughs> From the E to the E, man. Come on, <laughs> man. All of Europe. Come on, man. <laughs> but yeah, shout out Ottawa too, man. Ottawa holds it down, but other cities are catching up, which is which is good to see, you know. Mm-hmm. That means something. Do you like it here? I like it here. Uh, all my friends are here. <laughs> I have like ten friends. And all of them are here. So yeah, nice. What about as an artist? As an artist? Yeah. Shit, you can't ask me that. No, I don't like it here. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> 
it's it's too it's too hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard. It's not it's not easy. Like I said, you tell someone from the association or whatever the industry to come to a show and they say it's too late. You literally the head of the music industry, whatever. I don't want to call no names, but <laughs> that's weird. Yeah, that's weird. The people who do come, shout out to them. But damn, it's hard, you know. And I'm not like woe is me or whatever, but we got, something has to give. There's a little bit too much of a challenge, it seems. What's the challenge? Do you like just I don't know, like making it, like like breaking too many out. artists or no 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 like okay. like the just the. I don't know, like at the scene seems at times like as if there's a ceiling, you know what I mean? And there's people in position to renovate and make that ceiling higher. But it seems as if we're all kind of at the top gasping for air. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's exactly how it feels. Mm-hmm. I don't even think I'm there yet, to be honest, because there's people, there's a lot of people. But yeah, something has to give. What do you what do you think has to give? I don't know. I don't know. I wish I knew. Shout out to people in Paris, though. <laughs> tell you that much that's not telling tell people in Paris something has to give um let's go to let's talk about 1207 yes my friends you're all 10 of them it's like five oh. of your friends uh I have more friends outside of 1207 but <laughs> 1207 that's me that's Ma, that's Chime that's Jay that's Quado that's Rona and outside of the artist side we have my manager Jimo we call him Jimo but his name is Madara we have my other manager, creative director, and graphic designer as well. She makes like she makes clothes now. She's weird. She just got a sewing machine. She made a bag. I'm like, whoa, that's weird. Her name is Emily. Shout out Pink Pro. Uh, I don't want to miss anybody out, but I love all my friends. Twelve nice. seven. It's wholesome. Yeah, it's a it's a very wholesome collective you guys have. Yeah. Describe that feeling. That feeling is is great. To be honest, to be able to have that community, bro, like. Going back to Nigeria and the way I grew up, I'm not supposed to be rapping. I was in my room alone rapping, probably hiding from my dad, rapping in the, in the same house and pretending to be studying or something. And just coming coming out, coming over here. And then literally the house we moved into, I was about to put my mic in my room, like continue to grind. Okay, Dolo, I'm going to my room all alone again. And then they're like, hey, hold on put this in the kitchen what you what you mean put it in the i'm like what you guys want to make music type shit they already some of them already made music but it was weird to me it was a new concept to me my stuff was always in my room the whole time so it's it's like fun to share that with people and the people even outside of 1207 that we we've met and that we've managed to make a relationship with that like like kareem for example you know kareem Mm -hmm. like chandy Mm -hmm. uh of more recently anais Anais Cardo. Um and like even people outside of music like that we just met, like just people who help us and hold us down and we help them too and we just we just like the same stuff. I feel as if, you know, doing this with a team, with a collective must make this a whole lot easier and more fun. Yeah, definitely. Imagine me doing all this alone. Who am I gonna complain to about uh the the woman who the, who didn't want to come to the show after 6 p.m. Who am I gonna complain to that about? <laughs> I gotta sit. I gotta. You gotta talk just about keep it pent up and wait till you get this interview. Just no, to no way. Imagine <laughs> I'll be turning up all Kanye in here. I'll be weird. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine me jumping on the couch, Tom Cruise. <laughs> man, you get pissed. He hates shoes on the leather, man. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> no shoes on the chairs, man. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
See, nice chair too. <laughs> What's up? We can talk about this later. Where'd you guys get it? <laughs> I just want to highlight this. I heard a really crazy story about this. I, I don't remember who told me, but tell us the story. Uh, someone got fired from McDonald's and they. Can I say it on camera? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, someone got fired from McDonald's and they they took the thing with them. Yeah, it's like fuck you guys. That's what happened. That Crazy. was him. Who was that? Who did yeah, it? That was it. you? Yeah. <laughs> but you didn't tell me the story. I guess we'll get yeah. yeah. That's it's working. It's working. This yeah. is, it's working. We've been trying Damn. to have, Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's cool. How'd you care? Never mind. We'll talk about <laughs> it. We'll talk about it. Um twelve oh seven. Uh you guys are all from Nigeria, yes? Or I have a Nigerian heritage, I should say, sorry. Mostly, we have Jay is from Zimbabwe. Okay, but at this point, he's Nigerian. <laughs> he speaks pidgin English too. He's, he understands when we speak. Like, what the fuck is pidgin English, man? Uh, you guys always talk me, it. Like, why you know, they ask me all these kind of questions? See, if you ask me all these kind of questions, I guess boss the pigeon. <laughs> See, now you know go understand what they talk. That, that's what exactly. Fuck, man. Exactly. This is what happens. I think I understand, and then exactly. I just don't. I have a whole song in pigeon too. I play for you guys too. But oh, I shouldn't even say these things. <laughs> but it's okay. it's okay. This is where exclusive content or this is where exclusive stuff gets dropped here. Come on, man. Down, down to the beat. Um. As an artist who can produce and record themselves and then mix and master their own stuff, do you find there to be any challenges with collaborating? Yeah. People want stuff. Yeah? Like yeah. what? People want me to do stuff <laughs> for them. I don't like I don't like I like my friends. But I don't like a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, listen, see. So okay, think about it like this. I make beats, I rap, I mix, I I can master, right? Or just to a certain extent. And then someone imagine this, someone hollers at you, someone who can rap hollers at you like, Oh, let's let's get let's get in the studio, let's make a song. I'm expecting to go into the studio and rap and do stuff. Now I gotta bring out my computer. Now we gotta make the beat. There's no beat, there's no song. We gotta make the beat. Alright, so who gonna record? Oh me? <laughs> well now I gotta record. Okay, so we just recorded. Uh, when is the song gonna come out? Uh, you know, I don't have who's gonna mix it. Now I gotta do everything? <laughs> like, I could've stayed home. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Th- those kind of challenges. But honestly, I'm just I'm just being funny. But, <laughs> but yeah. There's some truth in that, Joe. There's, there's some truth in that. For there's sure. one that viewer is, out there that's I walked like, out of a damn. session before, man. You've walked out of sessions? I went to bed, yeah. Yeah? It, no. People just want to. People just want stuff. Like it's fine, but like, let me know straight up, you know. Yeah, whatever. But other than that, it's pretty cool, man. I get to make songs when when I want. Sometimes it's exhausting. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Chandy. Chandy is another person who does the exact same thing. Yeah, and I've been in in the studio with me, Chandy, and Kareem, and that synergy is crazy. Where I could just come in. If I'm producing, I'm producing. It's cool. Everybody knows how to do stuff. So it's like, even even with with my team, me, Belma, and Chan, we we do that together most of the time. That's why I single them out. Where the synergy is crazy, and like somebody can do one thing, me, I, I get to do some other stuff, and you know, we focus on different things. Well, I can imagine that would get you know, you go there to do a track, and you expect to just lay a verse, yeah, and then you have to do the whole ninety five percent when you thought you were just coming to do the five. The whole thing. The whole thing. Yeah. And yeah, that would fucking that pissed me off. 
that that's annoying yeah yeah but like i'm nice so <laughs> sometimes i like the one time i walked out where was when i realized that this this guy didn't even have a song this guy was freestyling and i had to engineer it. i'm like no i no it was like <laughs> and I, I go to bed early and it was at night so i just went to bed and then he, he just Whatever. showed himself out <laughs> showed himself out like bro <laughs> don't play don't play with me that was a long time ago though i wouldn't do that now hmm. yeah no do you what do you uh do you find you have a skill that you excel at most producing rapping 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 that's the easiest to me it's like speaking i just like talk about my, I, I like to say i talk about my life and then it ends up rhyming it's so easy you make it like i that makes it sound so like just basic you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Maybe I shouldn't say it like that. Oh, you know, I was in the studio writing my raps and trying to perfect the crap. <laughs> no, I don't even write that much. I just, well, I write when I have to. And Since you've just, been doing it for so long, is it like, you know, it must come with like a sort, and I mean, you've practiced all these skills so much, especially in tandem. You know, you're producing yourself, recording yourself, you're creating your own lyrics for these songs. It yeah. must be at least come with some degree of easiness for you now. Yeah, but I, I try not to be. I think the word is complacent. Mm-hmm. So I just always want to grow. I always try to push myself, man. Like I always try to push myself. The music that I make, I'm done with my project, right? Any song that I make now, like right now, that's not going to be on the project has to sound different. I, if it sounds the same, I don't want it, but I don't delete songs. So I just like let it go and and move on to the next But I always Someday try to push someone myself. Someone will man. just buy the whole catalog, you know, and it'll just be one of those ones. I, I wouldn't even want that. Those, I, those songs are gross. Some songs that, like, if I don't finish a song, is the reason why I didn't finish it. I like to finish like things I start. I like to finish it, and I don't go back often. That's another thing about me. So, would you say you're a pretty independent artist when it comes to your skill? Like, are you for this album? Are we going to be expecting you to produce and? That's the thing with the this most one. Of it? This one, I was having so much fun that I, I actually have like two producers who did I have two songs on it that I didn't produce. Mm-hmm. Cuz Quest and Who's Gassing Who, right? Quest didn't produce Who's Gassing. Didn't he? No, that, that was wrong. me. Fuck that. No, first, first slip up. First <laughs> yeah, slip someone up. Someone messed oh. that up. Someone messed that up. Yeah. Th- that's not your fault. Someone I, messed I that up. I thought I read that. I thought you it read was that. shot shot and produced you read by that. Quest. Uh, someone messed that up. Huh. That annoyed me. But that, it's okay. Yeah, whatever. whatever. Okay. Move yeah. on. Do uh you know, being so independent, do you find it hard to ask for help at times? No. No? No, but like, what would I need help with that I can't ask my, my friends for, you know? Mm-hmm. That they can't help me help me out with. It's not, no. It's easy. If I need help, I ask for it. That's one thing about me. Like, yeah. But I, I always make sure it's from people that I know and people that I think like me. So. <laughs> like seriously like bro people don't like people no that's facts once you step outside step outside a little bit and, and look on the inside and you you're looking with clear eyes you people don't like people man so you got to make sure you're talking to the right person sometimes if you were if you were born to do this you know if you if you said you said that you were born to become a rapper why why uh why not put all your eggs in that basket explain the post-secondary degree to me that's my parents man yeah I can't, Fair enough, man. There's no, there's no other reason I'm, I'm in the city. Like, that's the only way I'm here, you know. So I gotta do the thing. <laughs> I'm not even complaining about it. It, it's, uh, it's taught me like some stuff. 
So, do you like school? No, but it's fine. Like I'll do it. Like <laughs> I'd rather like obviously be on stage, be making music, you know, do the thing, move to Paris. Shout out Paris, and <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know. Oh man! Shout out Nigeria too. Anyway, I'd rather be doing all that stuff, but I'm not complaining, man. It, it's a process. It's a process. It's part of life too. Yeah, it's it's important. I find I I was so mad sometimes during my degree, and I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. At the end, it's gonna be feel worth it. Yeah, man. Sometimes I have this crazy, crazy idea in my head that I'm not even gonna finish. You know. I just feel like something's gonna happen. Like, oh, shit, he he, he popped off. I don't know. Something. So you gotta like keep that. making them TikToks. Yeah, gotta, gotta keep making them. T- <laughs> I'm doing, hey man, I was I was on, I was uh, I was joking on Twitter yesterday. I said I'm gonna buy a ring light. It's just for this you laugh. <laughs> no, I did see that tweet actually. You that, did? Yeah, yeah I said, I'm gonna buy a ring, ring light. light. Come on, man. <laughs> I'm on TikTok now. <laughs> shit, they have. Yo, my team sat me down one day because they know I don't like that stuff. They sat me down and they like, hey, man. It's, it's Jimo, my manager, Jimo. Uh, his girlfriend is Emily, my other manager and creative director and all that stuff. So I was, I'm talking to M, And, you know, she's on she's on Instagram Reels real hard. And, bro, it's easy to blow up from stuff like that and, and TikTok. Bro, once I heard TikTok, bro, I, and I was this close to walking out the room. Yeah, dude. But We were really reluctant to do it too. Like, hey, Fuck man. TikTok, well, man. That shit is addictive, man. I'm not going to lie. Mm. Shit, I'm not on there dancing. I'm not on there making jokes and stuff. We're rapping. Yeah. Yeah, so. What do you, uh, what do you think about the ever-growing necessity of social media? Like, especially in relation to your career. I love it. Yeah? I don't know what I would do if, if it wasn't for, like, global village, man. Like, everything is in close proximity. I, I think, yeah, I, I like it a lot for, I feel like younger artists, too. You know, mm-hmm. artists our age are the ones yeah. who are really, I think, harnessing how it works. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I, I'm down with it. But it's whatever. It's really powerful, though. I think I'm addicted, too. Mm-hmm. My phone, I always got to check my phone, like. I'm aware of it. I'm trying to figure it out. But how does that feel to admit? To admit? Yeah. I've admitted it so many times to myself <laughs> though. Never said it out loud, but <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm so addicted to the thing, man. I gotta figure it out. Um how'd you become so multi talented? Curiosity. And <laughs> being poor. Being so poor I can't go to the studio. No poor. Poor is a strong word. Not having money, man. And, like, not being able to go to the studio. Like I said, the way I grew up, nobody would expect I'd be rapping. I'm not supposed to rap. What do you mean by that? Bro, I'm, okay, I'm Nigerian. They want you to be, my parents, they Nigerian parents, they want you to be, like, a professional and get a degree and stuff. That's your path and stuff. So, when I'm, I, I, I used to go to a school in Nigeria, a secondary school, like, uh, middle school, high school. And they would let us go to the studio sometimes. You know, you just have to write, like, a letter. Like, I want to go here. If it's cool, if this person can follow me there. Because it was a boarding school, right? If it's cool, if this person can follow me there. And then we used to go to the studio. Like, that's how I started going to the studio. Otherwise, like, I don't know how I would have done it from my house. too. like, where am I going to tell my parents I'm going to type shit? And, you know, I was pretty much in the house, too. So, like, it's... I'm not supposed to be rapping from the family that I came from, man. It's not supposed. To, it's not supposed to be like that. So, I don't know how I got here. What was I saying? 
No, no. <laughs> well, what did you ask me? I, how you how you became so multi talented? So multi talented. Yeah. Why 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 you're not supposed to be a rapper? That's what it yeah. was. But then I we got there for I didn't ask her why I'm so multi talented. I said yeah. curiosity. Right. So at some point after all those studio sessions with my friends from back in the day, uh, it just happened that some of them didn't want to you know keep making music. It was just fun for them. But for me, it wasn't fun. It was like what i really wanted to do that was addicting yeah that was addicting from the moment i heard my voice i was addicted like oh shit i can rap yeah okay so i couldn't go back to the studio no money it wasn't that expensive but like no money no money right so it's like okay i'm just like record myself from there it was like okay i need beats let me try and make the the beat sucked but i just kept on going because that's what i wanted to do so Hmm. it just ended up being like that just persistent yeah that's crazy i love man those stories are always so crazy to me man like i just don't understand music i don't get it like Mm -hmm. i I was in band for like six years i couldn't read a fucking note dude i I can't read ah bro like it's so you just learned how to play piano yeah no but you don't have to learn no i i understand that but that's i i don't really get that as well i mean it could get tricky but persistence like you said maybe if you kept on doing it you know yeah, I could yeah. probably get hot cross buns here in the next week, you know. <laughs> if I try, it's like it's easy. That one is easy. Yeah, you could do it. Yeah. You could definitely do it. I could show you. I appreciate that. Yeah. So, do you play other instruments? I used to play the saxophone before, but it can't happen anymore. Um, honestly, I could probably figure stuff out because since learning the piano, how to play piano, my ears have gotten better. I know what's what. So I could probably like memorize shit. And I love, I love the idea of you know I read a biography ages ago about ACDC, and there was a part where they're talking about the drummer, and the drummer um, was saying he never took a music lesson, mm-hmm. he never read a book on music theory Damn. or how to, and he's like, because you don't need to fucking learn. A book can't teach you how to hit a drum. Yeah, no, it can't. Mm-hmm. I I don't know how to play drums. That's just crazy to me. That's like the hardest thing to me. Except maybe the organ. That's weird. But the drums, I tried to play the drums. Like, you got to, like, think about your whole body. Man, I I, <laughs> I was watching the, like, Af- your Afrofest performance. With, and I just, I didn't even realize Bellamy's on the fucking drums. Bellamy can play. Dude, fucking crazy. He can play. He's that on some Anderson Park shit, bro. And he can make beats now, too. One day, I, I, walked, into, I walked into the studio. He's, like, playing a beat. I'm like, what's that? Like, I made it. I'm like, what? <laughs> Yo. The boys are coming for my neck, man. You know, like that's the thing about Total Seven Two, man. It's so competitive. Like, I was literally telling Chime, you know Chime, yeah, Chime, Chime is is the best rapper I've man. I've Chime's verse on uh, <laughs> Chime's verse on Lens, unreal. Whoa, you went back to Lens. That boy is crazy, though. Oh no, he's he's nice, bro. But sometimes that- he he record a song, and they're they're playing it back. Because, like, sometimes I, I just stay in my room when they're making music and stuff. Because I just be on my... I'm bad. I just be on some shit. I, I come out and I hear the verse and I'm just like... They stop the verse, right? They probably know I heard it too. They probably did it on purpose to me. So I'm just like, hmm. In the background. I don't say anything. I'm just like, hmm. And Cham looks at me. He's like, what? I'm just like, hmm. Okay. I know how I'm going to do you. <laughs> I know how... Bro, that boy can rap. And he's a student too. You know how I... At the beginning of the interview, I said, I don't really like going back to listen to, like, he will go back to the dungeons, to the 
great. Listen to every that boy can rap. And sometimes he doesn't even write it. Chime sleeps, right? He sleeps in the session. He sleeps because he, he's awake when he's not supposed to be awake and he's asleep when he's not supposed to be asleep. So we, we're in the session. He, he's doing a, we're doing a song. Bro falls asleep. He's like, oh, Chime fell asleep again. And then we all do, we all do our verses. This boy did not write shit because we just played the beat now. We, we wake him up. Like, ah, ah, ah. And then he goes to the mic. I press play. I swear to you. This man will record the craziest verse on the song. Bro, I get so jealous. Because <laughs> I'll be on my phone 15 minutes like, oh, shit. Oh, oh lyrical, miracles. Like, and then <laughs> bro, just, bro just comes and spits the craziest verse off the dome. And his memory is so crazy that he can stop. He doesn't have to do one take. He'll st- it's like Jay-Z. Those stories about he Jay-Z. Like, yeah, he looks like, when, when I first saw him, I was like, he looks like just like one of those like righteous dudes from the 90s. You know what I mean? Who just like can quote like just that fucking boy. any book that they've read no he's he reads too man yeah ah, man that, that man is all i'm gonna be man <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy man no cham is crazy mm-hmm. he's the best rapper so literally. explain to me that competition then amongst you guys like what what does that look like other than just what you've described there that was a very very vivid uh description i'll try to give another okay like say i try and sing right well bellama can sing and bellama's ears are like probably better than mine I, I don't know better is a weird word but it, it's he he knows a lot of stuff that i don't know so i get mad too sometimes like i'm doing my song and like it's in the open everybody's there i i do i record like a chorus section of me singing and then as i'm playing it you know trying to mix or trying to figure out what i'm gonna do next i hear someone sing something like a harmony of what i sang I'm, i pause i'm like bitch <laughs> Don't sing all my shit. Like now, now the harmony is stuck in my head. Now I have to do it. Now you wrote the thing. Now you get writer's credit on my like fuck, man. <laughs> so so what that does is like now I have to think of the harmony fast. Before I, before I met Belama, I didn't know how to do harmonies. I never said that before. I never said that out loud. But shout out Belama. Now he knows shit. Fuck. <laughs> all right, but yeah, before I met Belama, I never knew how to do harmonies. So like just from rushing to to get to the harmony before he does like i figured it out how to do the harmonies and stuff and yeah just stuff like that what else can i speak on just do you guys you guys all live together too right not all i live with Bellama and jimo and chime right no, no but like we're just always at the house yeah together so at, at that it point, just becomes yeah. that collaborative yeah um how do you define yourself damn you know? that's a deep philosophical question yeah it is how do you define yourself see i got you you're blowing raspberries i didn't think i didn't think you would turn this around come on man normally i ask these deep ones media traders go (laughs) i watch a lot of interviews so yeah i (laughs) i edit a lot of interviews Okay. (laughs) okay No, I, I don't know, man. I, I We were actually just having this conversation the other day. We we're like, what do you actually, like, what do you say you do? And, like, like I host podcasts. Like, we're content creators. We fucking, I don't, we're learning the business side of this. I'm a writer. I'm a music journalist. I don't really know. I just kind of settled on, I create things. That's how I define myself. You know, mm. I'm a creator. Not necessarily a creative, but a creator. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I'd like to know the, the difference, like, of a creative well like i just like a creative i think like kind of there i feel like there's more of an artistic side to it 
creative okay. creative like it, like you're creating art rather than me who's just creating uh works that judge other people's art mm. <laughs> you know what i mean mm. or talk about other people's art no i asked because i, I didn't know i was generally curious mm -hmm. but to define me i'm i'm dummy man i'm bang sometimes i try to be bangs all the time because music is like the only thing i know how to do really really well if i if i do say so much like i say that like i'm just defining myself right i'm uh i'm a rapper songwriter producer um and i i know i know my voice so i guess i i mix my voice and stuff and i just along the line somewhere I'm, i meet like amazing people all the, i meet amazing people all the time and you know we just connect and we try to push the music agenda further you know i'm just living life man i'm still learning a lot of things too i don't really know how to define myself either it's easier to do it on a beat <laughs> and that sounds corny as hell but it's true i say things on a beat that i didn't even know i felt you know so that you didn't even know existed even yeah you know? I was reading your bio on your website, the 1207 website, which is yeah. a beautiful website. Shout out yeah. to whoever did that. He's, that's Madara, Jamal, yeah, my that's manager. A, that's he's, a dope fucking crazy website. crazy with the codes, man. Yeah, that was, that's a wicked website. Thank the you. artist about page, unreal. Yeah. Like the five. He's going to go crazy that you said that. Yeah, that's no, that, was, that, that was a clean website. That was a clean website. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's, a, that's a dick riding your website over here. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, it's like, such a nice website. <laughs> 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 he's gonna love that he's gonna <laughs> love that yeah um but uh, i was reading in your bio you know you tell stories that are both fictional and factual you know yeah. in your raps i thought that was a really dope thing to say because i think that a lot of times in music we those lines are blurred between fiction and fact you know when it comes to you know what we absorb from our favorite artist's music yeah as well as you know our favorite artists like how they actually are like i feel like a lot of the times they blur mm. that line for themselves what's fiction what's fact what who is like where does the celebrity start and the real human being begin yeah um what i can say about that is that personally when i'm talking about something that i made up it's gonna be obvious mm -hmm. i have a song that's not released it's called the story of jimmy jump on a wave and it, that's not a real person obviously i'm just talking about like i, I was just talking about the concept of people trying to do things that they don't really know about like trying to dive into a culture that they don't even know about and then end up getting in trouble or like not being successful at what they're doing and just everything going left so things like that but i talk i talk about things that i see around it doesn't necessarily have to be about me i can make up a story from like what what i saw somewhere or whatever you know so observational rap yeah hmm. that's something i do a lot like i just observe do you find like you, you know the like the the phrase like conscious rap do i find it like do you know the you know that term like yeah, conscious yeah. rap do you find that you fall into that category ever no no one ever told me that no do you think so not really yeah. not really but like i can like but like you know in talking to you and listening to your music uh it's a lot deeper than just writing raps you know yeah. what i mean yeah like the observational factor is definitely something i can see now mm -hmm. that you've said it but yeah, I don't know. I, I just, I, I really, that stood out to me was the fiction and fact line that you definitely like, you know, acknowledging that because I feel like that's something that gets left behind and it makes for a very confusing, like 
it makes it very confusing for us to digest a lot of mm. times when it comes to artists. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Did you ask me a question? Not Did really. I was just talking. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you. Yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. How do you, uh, like, in the industry that you're in, you know, a lot of it does come from, like, it is built on building an image. But one thing that I, like, I have to say about you is... Uh, you're a very real person, you know what I mean? Whether it be on social media, in real life, in your raps, how do you keep that sort of sense of realness? I don't know how to do anything else. We we used to do this weird thing. Not weird, it was fun. With the, with my friends at Total 7, we used to like try and act scenes from like famous scenes. We'll give ourselves roles, give ourselves a script, give ourselves a week to learn the script. And then we would try to do the thing. And it, I've, I'm not very good at acting, you know? And that's my whole thing with the music. Like, I have to speak about how I feel, you know? I have to. And I have to be genuine with it, too. Because, like I said, I was talking about, like, that advice that was given to me before. Like, I have to be myself. Like, because no one else can be me. You know, we all have <coughs> we all have our experiences that make us who we are, you know? No one else can do me better than me. So if I have the music right, and then I'm I'm being myself the whole time, being genuine, authentic the whole time. I'm good. And that's what a lot of people don't understand. Like everybody's just trying to do the same the same shit as someone else. But I hope that more people start realizing and we just have a great time with this music. Because music is fun. And it can be even better than what it is now, I think. <laughs> yeah. Music is fun. It looks yeah. like you're having fun too. I'm having so much fun. I'm having so much fun. I can tell by how la- hard you're laughing. When I, when I, when I, <laughs> how when big I, you're smiling, man. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. No, when I, when I make a song, it's like, and I play it back, it's like, shit, that just happened. I, it's magical. Yeah. Especially if it's something I've never done before, like some types of song that I make. Bro, I make the, bro, I make, so, I'll play stuff for you guys, but shit. Sometimes you just impress yourself. Sometimes I impress myself and then I look around to see if anybody heard it. It's like when you drop something and you catch it right before it hits the floor. It's You're like, like I'm a looking ninja. around to see if anyone caught that I'm shit. I'm a ninja. Yeah. Did you, you know, that's that's how I feel a lot of the time. And luckily, somebody's always there. You know, somebody, <laughs> somebody team is always there for me to stun and like, yeah, have you ever done that type of shit? You know Someone will always mic drop in front of. Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate you stopping by, man. This has been awesome. Thank you, man. Thank you for having me. This no worries, is cool. man. Any last thing you want to say just before we head out? Um, Everybody, just be yourself, man. No one can do you better than you. And don't even listen to me, man. Like, because what, what do I know? You know, like, just do you, literally. Just do you. And stream the music, man honestly stream the music come to the shows let's be better like let's have fun in the city even outside the city stream the music come to the shows if there's merch buy the merch listen to the podcast god damn it click the click the links like the stuff like let's do this thing like let's have fun together man like, i don't have to be drake for you to like my stuff like i'm saying some <laughs> shit come on man come on man we got a whole project <laughs> shit <laughs> you seen the video let's look at talk about who's gassing who let's talk about who's gassing who that video yeah i okay i did brush over that a little too quickly i'm yeah, sorry like, that video was fucking sick thank i you. love that video man y'all that was fun we had so much fun we got Dude, the that, bikes yeah you were out front of the uh you're out front of the nature museum right yeah yeah at, 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 at one point yeah damn you dropping my locations damn <laughs> damn okay whatever 
but yeah quest came out we did that shout out the whole team shout out to chandy shout out everybody who helped with that and i edited that did you know i didn't i gotta i gotta say that man that's it awesome. was so hard i know dude that's fu- it was fucking fun the most difficult thing yet i did like two others after that you guys haven't seen but shit the one the one part where you're standing in front of the big fucking structure in front of the thing where it's like the the moving shots kind of where you're just yeah. that that part was hard yeah. that part was hard thank you man. i dropped times right now but i remembered them but yeah no thank and you, i like the shot of you and chandy just standing there just yeah yeah yep. shout out to chandy man chandy's always super down everybody around me is always super down for stuff we're like we really like each other that's what i'm saying it's important to be around people that like you and that you like them too so you don't get sick of each other and you know when when to give each other space and stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, who's guessing who? Streamed that the videos out too. Yeah, just dropped on January fourteenth, my birthday. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, where can people find you? At? People can find me at Bangs Waves, B A N G G Z W A V E S on everything except Facebook. Facebook is B A N G G Z. That's it. So yeah, where can people find you at? Right here, man. Right here? Right here. There you go. Every Down Tuesday. to the beat. Every Tuesday. John Balsohart. That's me. <laughs> it's a very good joke, too. It is, right? I like that. Thank you. Thank you. That's thank you. Up. My last name's Balser. So yeah, Balser. I know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right? It works. Some people don't get that. You no, did I, your homework, I too. I, Thanks, I did my homework. Come I appreciate on, man. you. I got I to gotta be sure. <laughs> I'll be sure y'all ain't going to mug me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> All right, these guys. Nah, I've been here before. Come on, man. Thanks for tuning in, folks. Catch you next week. Peace.